0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today for episode number 14. We're concluding a series called So What? This series is all about understanding how we can sow intentional seeds in our everyday life and the results of that is reaping the fullness of God's purpose in our lives. Today, I am joined again by local church pastor, counselor, and the host of the So What? podcast, Anna McGuire, for part two. Well, here we go. This is the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. Well, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Uncommon Christian Podcast. I am again joined by none other than pastor, counselor, and podcaster, Anna McGuire.
1: Hey, guys. So excited to be back for another week.
0: It's so good. Last week was so good, Anna. We had to have you back for again.
1: I'm really honored and super thankful for that.
0: So for those of you who did not get a chance to listen to episode number 13, I would tell you to pause this episode right now. Okay, just pause it. We'll be fine. We'll be here. Go back. Listen to episode 13. It is so good. And it kind of gives you some of the opening uh, things about Anna and who she is and what she does. But just really quick, Anna, just give us a quick overview of what you do and your family.
1: So I live in Indianapolis. I have the honor and privilege of serving on the pastoral team at a church plant called Parkside Church. I help with the discipleship process and leadership and a couple other things there. I'm also a school counselor. I have a podcast and I'm married to the hero of my life, Andrew McGuire, and we have a baby boy named Archie
0: archie and i love how i've seen you say that on your facebook uh before uh, that andrew your husband is the hero of your life and i'm always like man i I told my wife said, erica can you start referring to me as the hero (laughs) of your life and she said uh no
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he, he really is the hero of my life like he walks in integrity and humility but has this like amazing confidence And when I think of people who most look like Jesus in the year that we like in this time, in this season of crazy chaos and everything, it's him. And so he's my hero.
0: That's awesome. That's so awesome. I wish I could send this. uh, Well, he'll listen to this and he'll hear that and get some brownie points and all those good things. Yes. (laughs) So Anna started a podcast called So What? And it's basically the premise is that if we sow intentionally, we'll be able to reap abundantly uh, in everything that we do, not just like prosperity, but just in life and in general. So Anna, why don't you give us just a quick recap of last week's episode. We talked about the first part of the premise, which is sow intentionally.
1: Yeah, so sow intentionally is about this truth that we find in scripture that if we sow Sparingly, we're going to reap sparingly, meaning if we make choices that are just kind of eh, like that are passive and apathetic, then we're going to get passive and apathetic results in our life. But if we sow abundantly and generously into our lives and intentionally, that's the word I always come back to, that we look at our lives and we have a vision for our lives and we have an outcome we want to work towards, then when we do those things, when we make choices that really bring lead to the outcome we want, then we're going to have results that we enjoy, which is a life of purpose, a life of peace, a life of passion, yeah. and I think a life of fun as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's so good. I, I was thinking to myself, you know, I was looking at my season currently that I'm in and I'm thinking, man, how? as I was listening to your podcast, it's like, well, how, how am I sowing intentionally what are the things that i am doing currently in my life right now whether it's my marriage or my parenting my own as you talk about on your podcast self care my spiritual life how what are the things that i'm doing to sow the intentional seeds so that i can you know see the fruit of my labor and effort through christ and everything and mm-hmm. i think that I, I i would think that's a constant evaluation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to, you know, our lives, I firmly believe as a counselor and a pastor that we are never stagnant. Like, you know, Mm. people are like, you know, I'm just like, I'm just here. And I believe that you're always either moving forward or you're slowly declining. Mm. And um, I believe that, yeah, you have to like continuously look at your life and saying, where am I at and where do I want to be? next week a year from now but i think a, a big thing is right now where am i right now what am i thinking through right now what am i processing how are my relationships and then from there you can make the choices once you know where you're at you can make the choices that will lead to that life of abundance
0: yeah yeah that's that's really good really good okay so today we're talking about the product Last week, you talked about what does it mean to sow intentionally. So today we're talking about the product of sowing intentionally. When we sow with intentionality, we can and will reap abundantly. What does that mean to you, Anna? And explain the connection from sowing to reaping.
1: Yeah. So one of my favorite verses that I, I just love all of the harvest verses in scripture, like If you, I've been using these verses, honestly, for years. And then just like one day, the idea of "so what came. So that's a side note. But Galatians 6, 7, it says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Mm. And, you know, we hear that. We think it's like, oh, like a, you know, some kind of proverb. But actually, it's like scripture. And uh, one thing I discovered during, so I was pregnant um, the majority of summer of 2019, I had my son Archie in February of 2020. one thing I discovered, I knew I was like them is that I was like a major fan of oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I love those. I, no, I had I literally hadn't had one in forever. And then one night I had one at small group, I think it was. And then it like woke me up to like oatmeal cream pies all over again. That's awesome. I, I am not kidding when I say I was addicted to them during my pregnancy and after my pregnancy. I'm like kind of embarrassed about it. Don't be
0: embarrassed. Those are so good.
1: There came to a point where I was eating like three or four of them a day. And you would think like I had the baby and then like that stopped. No, like I, after I had Archie, I was still eating three or four. Actually, there was one day I ate an entire box. (laughs) And I was like, this is not good. And so initially, it really didn't make me feel sluggish or tired, particularly after having Archie. Mm -hmm. But after doing that for a few weeks, I began to start feeling like really off. And then Mm -hmm. I started to realize how much sugar I was eating, not just with oatmeal cream pies, but it was making me like crave more unhealthy food to compensate for my exhaustion from all the other sugar. And so- I decided to cut out oatmeal cream pies. And then all of a sudden I stopped like eating sugar. It was amazing. I started like feeling energized again. I was sleeping better. And I know that's like so funny, but honestly, like it's the same thing with our daily choices, what we choose, good or bad. So oatmeal cream pies or like carrot sticks, whatever, uh, godly choices or self-centered choices, it will play into the overall experience and quality of our lives. So each day if you're walking and step with god in his word and you're seeking to love your neighbor, love your family, your friends and even yourself well, you can expect that you will live a life of purpose and peace. like that's just like how simple it is. like scripture tells us that god cannot be mocked, that we reap what we sow. so so well, so intentionally because i want to live i want to live in the abundance of the gifts of this or the fruit of the spirit. I want to live in the abundance of joy. And again, it's not that I'm looking for a fat bank account or a 2021 Chevy Tahoe, like some massive, like expensive SUV. Like I want to live content and at peace and at ease and in tune with the Holy spirit. I don't want to see my relationships flourishing. And so the, 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 the truth of getting that is that it's, you have to sow that, right like that doesn't just happen. You right. have to sow it. Right. So many people that I've seen, again, with counseling and pastoring, they want a result that they're not willing to put the effort in for. Right. And so, um, you want the joy, you want the peace, you want the unity in your family. Okay. So well today, so yeah. intentionally today.
0: No, that's 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 so good, and it it leads kind of to the next thing I wanted to ask you. But now that you've said all said that, it, it's more of a statement now. Uh, I was going to talk to you about the difference between you know what does it mean to to reap sparingly versus reaping abundantly, but I was just thinking about what you said, and so this came to mind. So please forgive me for telling you the story and taking your time but uh, a couple of years ago like 3 or 4 years ago my wife and I went through a really 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 just just rough season and i couldn't figure out why i just couldn't figure out why and so we went to marriage counseling and our counselor Keith Gaddis you know talked to us about you know how you what are you guys doing When you get into disagreements and stuff. And I remember us discovering that a lot of times when one of us got into disagreements, what we would do was just, we would just go our separate ways and we wouldn't talk. We wouldn't talk for like a couple of days. And Mm -hmm. then, and then we would just kind of act like everything was fine. Or if there was like a tension filled moment, then I, you know, I might go into the room and get on the PlayStation or she might get on Netflix and we would just never really deal with the issue. So, when it all blew up, it was like, w- we felt like it came out of left field, but mm-hmm. our counselor helped us realize it's like, no, this is what, and he used the word, this is funny. He said, this is what you've been sowing for all this time. Mm, wow. And, and now this is, now you are reaping the sparingly um, marital, uh, I guess, marital environment that you've created. This is what mm. you've created for your marriage, and so it—it it was like an eye opener for us. It was like, wow, like this is what we've been investing in all these years. Um, at the time, at that time, we have been, we'd be basically been investing poorly in our marriage, and now we are reaping it. And so yeah. we have been, we've become, hundred and ten percent times better. At pouring into our marriage intentionally. So when there are disagreements, when there are tension, we can actually talk, we can actually discuss and figure things out. And it, man, our marriage has never been, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's never been in a better place than it is now. And so that's what, that's what it when you were saying that I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense.
1: Mm, yeah. And I think it's so powerful that you say, because that's where like I get really passionate, is that I I don't think myself included, I don't think we understand always like the environments. I love that you use that word, the environments we create or the patterns that we set ourselves up in or the um, just the habits or the formations that we live in. And we think like, yeah, we're shocked when our relationships aren't flourishing or when we become workaholics or um, that we just feel really emotionally disconnected from God. And It's. It takes a while for us to step back and see. Okay, like I actually, this is like the ground that I set up. Like this is the, this is the seeds that I sowed into my life. Like when I thought like I was just like getting by through the day, like coasting along. I was actually sowing seeds of disunity in my family. Right. And again, like we don't like to say it like that. Like even coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, that sounds Ugh. like really harsh. Right. But at the end of like, maybe not at the end of one day, but if that becomes common practice, three, four, five, six years from now, yeah, that's going to be the result of the passivity of not being intentional in your everyday life.
0: Yeah, man, that's that's so good. I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, I'm thinking through, I'm like, man, that is, yeah, God has really been doing a work. And I know that the people that are listening, they can imagine, they can all also imagine probably the environments like they're probably thinking right now, like, oh yeah, that makes sense why these things have been happening because I've either not been intentional about whatever it is, or I've actually been subconsciously intentional about planning this and plowing mm. this. And this is the result of that.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope that that's some reflection that's taking place as a result of this conversation.
0: Right, right. Okay, so sow sparingly, reap sparingly. The little you sow, the little you'll get, right? But if you sow intentionally and sow abundantly, then the promise is that you will reap abundantly. It's not always like you know million dollar homes and nice cars and great jobs and all like that but it's 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 whatever it is that God has been working in you he's going to bring that out. But Anna, we have to admit that being pastors and you being a school counselor as well, we probably run into many cases where a couple or a child or a female or a male, they'll tell you, I've been sowing intentionally. I've been doing these things, you know, whatever it is, I've been doing it. I've been intentional about it. And I'm still not seeing the fruit of my labor. What do you, what do you say to that?
1: I would honestly keep Galatians 6, 7 at the forefront of your mind. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And I believe that truth with all that's inside of me that maybe it doesn't feel like it at right now, but I so believe where it says, I believe it's in second Peter that at just the right time, God will lift you up. He will Mm. exalt you. He will bring about the harvest for you. If you just look at the plants, like if, you know, if you look at like a farming field or if you've got a garden in your yard, that, It may seem like it's going to be forever for that stalk of corn to come through or for that, that, I don't know, that herb to grow or whatever you may be working on. But you know, like I sowed the seed, I watered it. It is going to come. So holding steadfast to that promise that God, I reaped abundantly i i sowed or i sowed intentionally i sowed abundantly wasn't sparingly and i'm just going to hold to the promise that at the right time you will lift me up that you will bring about the harvest and i think sometimes we miss out on the harvest because we throw in the towel or we uproot it just before it's going to come mm. and that like right before it's going to happen we're like i've tried it it's not working i'm done right and and so then you're like, no, like you were so close. Like, I mean, I, I can only imagine like how many times you've had as a pastor where like somebody's being faithful in something. And then like, you're like, the result is about to come and then they like quit. And right. so I would say, oh, yeah, be faithful. Keep that truth. God cannot be mocked. Meaning God is not a trickster. Like God is not, he's not a like switchbait God. Right. He will let you. Uh, reap what you sow. And and to add to that, I would say don't compare your harvest to someone else's
0: harvest. So
1: oftentimes I feel like we miss out on the beautiful and the fruitful things in our harvest, in our lives, because we're so focused on someone else's fruit. Yes. Like we're like, oh my gosh, look at how awesome their like confidence is or their joy or their peace. And we're so focused on their harvest that we miss out that we already are living in a wonderful harvest. And so I say, start looking for the harvest in your life. Like start looking for the places of peace, the places of joy, the the places of purpose that you're already living in. Don't miss out on it by comparing it to somebody else's. Cause I think that's a big part of it too, is that we're so focused on like, my harvest needs to look like their harvest, but really you might be, you know, God's entrusted us with different lives, different circumstances. And so don't compare keep your eyes on your harvest.
0: Right. No, I love that. And one of my favorite teachers of the Bible, Christine Kane, she says, you will only have grace for your race and no mm. one else's. right? Mm. Yes. The, I the, love that quote. The race that you run, that's the only grace you will have. When you try to run someone else's race, or as you said, when you try to compare your harvest to someone else's harvest, it'll never fly. You'll always be left Disappointed because it'll never look the same, right? Mm, yeah and, and I and I love that verse you quoted in First Peter five six. Uh, yes. That's, that's my life verse. It says humble humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that He may lift you up in due time. It doesn't say humble and then after a week or after two weeks. It just says in due time if you continue mm-hmm. to humble yourself. And sometimes, and I don't know if you agree with this, Anna, but sometimes that humbleness, living under that humility may not show up on this side of heaven, but Mm -hmm. it's guaranteed to show up on the other side. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's another thing with like the sowing intentionally and reaping abundantly, like the abundance, like only heaven will be able to tell Mm -hmm. all the results, all the fruit of the choices that we got to, all the choices that we made in our lives in the here and now.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Well, Anna, this has been fun. The last two weeks of having you on the podcast has been awesome.
1: Thank you so much. This is so cool, and I'm so thankful for the the the, the platform that God has given you, and just the way you steward it. It's, it's super awesome to watch, and I'm excited Thank for it. You more conversations in the days and weeks to come.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And if you guys want to know more about what Anna is doing or the So What podcast, you can go where, Anna?
1: You can go to my website, Anna McGuire, A-N-N-A, McGuire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E, at, or anna not com, co. Or you can just find my podcast, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, S-O-W, So What?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Please, please, please go listen to it and begin to understand what it means to sow intentionally and, of course, reap abundantly. Man, we're so thankful, Anna, for coming on the show. And I want to thank you for listening today. If this was helpful for you, would you do me a favor, a big favor, and share this with others? Also, I'd love it if you would provide a positive rate and review Wherever you listen to your podcast at, which will help this show reach more people. And that's what it's all about. It's not about fame or popularity. This podcast is all about encouraging and inspiring every Christian to love Jesus, and to live out their purpose in uncommon ways. Thanks for joining, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Christian Podcast with Michael Hinton. For more information on today's topic, visit UncommonChristianPodcast.com.